Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. You are in the C-Space studio here at CES 2020. I am James Kotecki. With us is Stephanie Buscemi, the CMO of Salesforce. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. It's great to be here. So I think a lot of people have probably heard of Salesforce. The kind of person who goes to CES probably has a vague idea of what Salesforce is. But I'm always curious about how marketers define their own brands. So what does Salesforce mean to you? Salesforce to me is a very purpose-driven company. So... Uh, many people have probably heard our CEO or one of our co-CEOs say that business is the greatest platform for change. And I joined Salesforce about five and a half years ago, and that has been that was the attraction to Salesforce for me is that uh, while we're a technology company, we're a purpose-driven company. We're really, really focused on making sure that technology is for good and giving back in the communities that we serve. And really what we focus on every single day is customers. Our customers and our customers' customers. So if you think about Salesforce, it is a platform to orchestrate how you interact with your customers at every single touch point. While we're called Salesforce, it's much more than just sales. As That's one touch point. But how you interact with your customers in marketing and service and commerce, literally every single touch point, we eat, sleep, breathe, and think about that every day. So the way that Salesforce looks today, and I've used it, it's a platform you log in and you enter the data about maybe a sales call that you just had or a customer information that you want to keep track of. And it's this platform for keeping track of all that data, as you said. As we look into the crystal ball of the future, is that the way, a, which, which you have is called a CMS, a customer management system? Mm-hmm. Is that, do you still use that term, by the way? CRM. CRM. It's like our stock CRM. ticker, yes, customer CRM. relationship customer management. Customer relationship management. So, uh, but is that the way that I don't know, my kids are going to be interacting with that kind of technology? Or is it going to be, is it even going to look anything like, because you're talking at a very high level about purpose and and values and things like that, but the technology can change, right? The interface can change. It's going to be uh, focused on what the experience is. For you, you, your example there was you as a business professional interacting with it in your business workflow. But Salesforce serves as many direct-to-consumers in terms of, how you interact, how you're uh, buying things online and shopping and looking for things. And I do think it will continue to evolve. One of the things that I'm most excited about is the emergence and power of voice. So Einstein is our artificial intelligence, and we have embedded Einstein in everything across sales service marketing. And we announced last year our Einstein voice assistant coming and I think that is going to be a real game changer because we've constantly made people either work with a keyboard or a swipe yeah. or we're always have forced humans into adopting some way of engaging with the technology and voice is the most obvious and natural way and the voice assistant is now allowing customers just with natural language processing to talk to Salesforce Talk about, if you're a marketer, what are you planning in terms of engagement? Service, being able to have engagement and leveraging Einstein voice. And not just with our applications for sales, service, and marketing, but also the ability to leverage the Salesforce platform with Einstein voice assistant built in to build any application, whether it's a customer-facing application Hmm. or an employee application. 
we've now got that Einstein voice assistant builder in the platform. Um, I don't know about you, I'm a little bit talkative. <laughs> I'm really encouraged about the promise of voice and, and how it'll transform things. So if Einstein was listening to this conversation, for example, and, and I wanted you to be, you were a prospect of mine, for example, I could say, hey, Einstein, you got all these details, right? And Einstein would maybe, and I don't know if this is now or in the future, just kind of auto-populate all that information, and then I'd be able to retrieve that data in whatever format, voice or text, or in some kind of integrated way with other data later on. Yeah, and if you think about, like in your example, as a talking about it as a salesperson, and you think about salespeople innately don't want to do data entry. I don't think anyone really <laughs> yes. wants to do data entry. Yeah. Uh, the reality is this would take that away. That would t take it away so that salespeople can now leave a customer meeting and they can talk to Salesforce on their drive back to the office. And all of those things, that information is getting appended to the fields, mm -hmm. they can act and advance an opportunity. They can notify the service department if there's a, there's a need or something to do there. They can connect with the marketing team. I just I look at that as not only creating a better customer experience, but allowing us to unlock the value of the data in a whole new way. Can you tell me, as a marketer, about the branding of Einstein? as an AI with a name, and obviously Einstein conjures up the image of the, the person, Albert Einstein. Um, tell, me, tell me about that decision, because there's IBM Watson, obviously that's another personification of AI, but not all companies do this. Some companies make it maybe more obvious that the AI is algorithms running in the background or disparate systems that are actually kind of, uh, in, maybe in your case, together under the umbrella of Einstein. So as a marketer, tell me about the branding of your specific AI solution. Great. Um well, first, I'd start by saying, at Salesforce Very Core, one of our key missions is to democratize the access of technology. So we always want to be on the leading edge of what is the most innovative and new technologies and create, make them useful for everyone in their day-to-day -day life. And so you can look back into Salesforce as a pioneer in cloud computing. Mm -hmm. And then it was from cloud. And then it was how do we bring social to everyone and mobile and IoT. That it can actually, technology can be for good and everyone can benefit for it. So we, we're really committed to democratizing the access of technologies. And AI is no exception on that. And so when we thought about uh, AI, there was actually some cynics who said you're joining the market rather late. I mean, AI is not a new thing. It's mm -hmm. been around for decades. And some said you're joining the market late. And really we said there's a lot of AI solutions out there that are working on very complex things, curing cancer, really big things out there. How can we make uh, AI more accessible and more friendly to a salesperson, a service person, a marketing person, how they could feel that it could benefit them. And really, it was putting it in a more fun, inviting, and playful speak. Mm -hmm. Because I think people go, oh my God, I, you know, I don't have a degree in data science. I'm not wearing a white lab coat. AI couldn't possibly be for me. And in reality, the power of AI now is really putting it in the hands of everyone. And so Einstein was really... When you think of Einstein, you think of someone highly intelligent and smart. Uh, and so that's why we went with that name. But also fun. You know, he's got the famous picture sticking his tongue out. <laughs> yes, and also fun. And so we really wanted that fun, irreverent brand there. And to make AI not so scary to everyone. To realize that it's, it's accessible and you can get that intelligence too. 
Let's talk about your role as CMO and actually the meta question around the role of CMO in general. One of the themes of the C-Space Studio this year is what the role means and how the role might be changing and whether the actual title of CMO makes sense today and in the future. So I'm wondering from your personal experience and maybe from Salesforce data, how is that title and that role changing right now? So I don't think it's a better time to, to be ahead of marketing, whether name your title, whether it's CMO or something like that. Um, and it's interesting because there's a lot of articles and press out there that say the CMO's role is dying and uh, they'll be extinct. I have no plans for that personally. I actually think it's evolving and it's a huge opportunity for CMOs today. And what I mean by that is at the end of the day, Many CMOs have focused on traditional marketing, traditional kind of brand awareness and advertising, and then whatever the latest channel du jour was. Oh, it's webcasting, it's social, it's this or that. We'll always have a channel hype cycle. And yes, you want to figure out how to engage in those most meaningful, but the reality is CMOs have the opportunity to focus the conversation on putting the customer at the center of everything you do and busting out from the four walls of your department of marketing and really becoming somebody who orchestrates the customer experience across the entire company. And I don't mean that necessarily organizationally, but being someone who sets a vision for the company in terms of what does an amazing customer experience look like? And as part of that, making sure that you're surfacing in that more than just your products and services. That you're surfacing in that, what is, what are you all about? What are your values? We believe deeply that values drive value. There's such a need out in the world right now that people, they expect, 90% of consumers, we just finished our state of consumer report, expect that companies will give back and do business as a platform for change, that they will do things to make the world a better place. And so I think it's not just enough to orchestrate the customer experience, but you have to figure out in your brand, what are the values of the company? And my, is my company, as, a, as CMO, is my company really walking the walk? Because the marketing organization can't just talk about it. You have to really, every step of the way, be able to demonstrate it. So I, I just look at the, the remit of the CMO. It's is such an incredible opportunity to lead. I'm not sure what title it may land up. Like a chief values officer almost, promoting It could that. be a chief values officer's experience, engagement. There's a lot of words out there right now, but I'm pretty excited. I think it, there's a, a big, wide-open opportunity there. What you're saying about values really resonates. What you're saying about collaboration resonates. Uh, we interviewed the CMO of Deloitte uh, earlier here at the C-Space Studio. She was talking a lot about collaboration as a very important contributor to success in the future. Um, and I wonder, uh, for you personally, uh, how some of those values look. You, your Twitter bio says that you're a yogi, for example. <laughs> so uh, how do some of those personal values reflect in the work that you do at Salesforce? Yeah, I mean, I, I can... Yoga, you know, some people say, oh, it's for flexibility. And yes, there's a huge benefit of flexibility. Uh, but I, for me, I would argue it's much as much about uh, managing your mental state and the mindfulness that you get out of it uh, and bringing that into your personal and your professional life. So how do I leverage the yoga to be more mindful, 
and to bring that into my work and to kind of give permission to my team and to the organization that taking that time and you have the permission to take the time to build mindfulness, I believe that that fosters more creativity, more innovation, more healthy engagements and relationships. And we can see it. We actually um, have on every single floor in our buildings uh, a mindfulness room Hmm. where it's just a place to kind of clear your head and get your space however you choose to do that. You could be listening to music, you could be reading something, you could be closing your eyes, but it's really signaling to people the power and the importance of mindfulness. And especially crucial for you, because I imagine there's no shortage of things on your to-do list as the CMO <laughs> of Salesforce. I, I look at the, the, this as a, a good problem to have. So we're going to let you get on to the rest of your day here at CES. Thank you so much, Stephanie Buscemi, CMO of Salesforce, for joining us here in the C-Space studio. Thank you for having me. Have a great year. Thank you. This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network. 